guys. Thank you for joining me again at the Unraveling Podcast. I am Kelly, your host, and I am really excited for today's podcast, although I am feeling a little bit scatterbrained. We are going to walk through some of Psalm 25 and talk about that, but I could probably do 10 podcasts just on this chapter alone, so I'm going to try to narrow it in and talk about whatever God puts on our heart today. I just want to say thank you to the people who have taken the time to rate and review the podcast. I really appreciate it and have gotten quite a few in the last couple, well, in the last week or so. And so thank you so much for taking the time to do that. And if you like this podcast and you haven't rated or reviewed it yet, I would truly appreciate it if you did. And as usual, if you have any feedback, if you have anything you really want to hear about on the podcast, or even if you have a favorite psalm you really like, let me know. Um, I will link my social media stuff to the show notes so that you can always contact me. But outside of that, let's get started. We are looking at Psalm 25. Well, hello, friends. I hope that this finds you well. I wish I could actually talk to you and ask you how you're doing. Um, I know that I'd get a lot of varied answers. I know that for myself, my emotions have been all over the place every day. I can go from feeling really happy, really blessed, really content to feeling like, oh my gosh, what is happening? So uncertain, freaked out. You, you probably know what I'm talking about. And that's actually why we're doing this. This is why we're looking into the book of Psalms is because this book contains so much emotion and it gives us kind of a guide on how to talk to God in our emotion. It gives us permission to feel and to feel with God. And so today we're looking at Psalm 25, as I had said, and again, I'm going to read this out of the NIV version, um, but this is a long one and I might, I might skip around a little bit just for time's sake. I really love this chapter, but as I was reading it, I was like, oh my gosh, one, it's, it's not all about the same. I could, I could talk about so many different things in this chapter. It's like, it's crazy. So my goal was to try to pull the emotion out of it and try to tie it all together. So that's what I'm going to do. Of course, I won't hit on everything because that's we would be here for 10 hours. I think we're going to do this a little differently today. We're going to actually start by reading verses 16 through 22 first. So Psalm 25, 16 through 22. Here we go. Turn to me and be gracious to me, for I am lonely and afflicted. The troubles of my heart have multiplied. Free me from my anguish. Look upon my affliction and my distress and take away all my sins. See how my enemies have increased and how fiercely they hate me. Guard my life and rescue me. Let me not be put to shame, for I take refuge in you. May integrity and uprightness protect me, because my hope is in you. Redeem Israel, O God, from all their troubles. Okay, so that sounds a lot like what we've heard from David so far in the past couple episodes. Him saying, I'm lonely, I'm afflicted, I'm, I'm, I feel anguish, I'm troubled, I have distress, my enemies are after me, save me, God. Him essentially yelling out, save me, God, right? And one thing that I took just as I was reading those episodes, I think, or not those episodes, as I was reading those verses was that prayer does not have to be pretty. It does not have to be tied up in this pretty bow where we are just smiles and butterflies and rainbows the whole time. And I really love that David shows us this. And I really love that God included this in the Bible. The other thing about how he's praying here is that I think it's, it's important for us to know that it's okay to ask God for freedom. It's okay to ask God for, for protection. It's okay to ask God of these things. I think sometimes we get into this mindset like we're asking too much or like, oh, we need to be thanking him more before we ask for things. And I do think thankfulness is huge, but 
God expects us to run to him for, with our needs. He's not sitting up there being like, wow, she's asking for more again. She still needs more. He wants us to depend on him. And so I just really liked that part of this chapter of like just seeing how honest David is. And even, you know, even in his fear, um, in his heart, heartache, um, he just goes to God honestly and just lays it out there. And I just wanted to include that in there because if you are somebody who's struggling right now and you are feeling like you need to meet God and look a certain way, speak a certain way, act a certain way towards him, I want you to try to challenge that because God already knows exactly what's going on inside of you and he wants, he wants you to be honest with him. He wants you to be open with him and he wants a genuine relationship with you. So go ahead and just push aside the thought that your prayers have to sound a certain way. That's the most beautiful thing about God is he can handle anything we are bringing to the table. Okay, now moving on, we're going to actually go back to verse 1. So I'm actually going to read 1 through 5 right now. So it says, To you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. In you I trust, O my God. Do not let me be put to shame, nor let my enemies triumph over me. No one whose hope is in you will ever be put to shame, but they will be put to shame who are treacherous without excuse. Show me your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Guide me in your truth and teach me. For you are God, my Savior, and my hope is in you all day long. And that is what really caught my eye, that verses four through six. That's really what I wanted to make this podcast about, is this this emotion of hunger and eagerness for God. David says, show me your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Guide me in your truth and teach me, for you are God my Savior, and my hope is in you all day long. How often do we want to do things our way? I know I want to do things my way all the time. But something happens when we get hungry for God's way and for his path. When we say, you know what, God? I want to focus on you. I want to do what you want to do. Your will, not mine. Your plan, not mine. And so I just want you to take a minute to think about that. What areas of your life right now are you trying to do on your own? And maybe you are, maybe you even know you're doing it. Maybe you're intentionally actually pushing what the Lord is calling you to do away. For me, I can tell that I am striving more during this time of my life and this season. I'm wanting to just do to do. I'm wanting to succeed right now in these things and I'm pushing myself a bit. Um, which isn't a terrible thing, but I can also tell that I'm being called to rest more. And honestly, I'm not doing a great job of listening to God. And I know that there's consequences for that. Not that God's going to like smite me or anything like that, but that naturally there is consequences when we don't do things the way God is calling us to do them. Verse 9 says, He guides the humble in what is right, and he teaches them his way. All the ways of the Lord are loving and faithful for those who keep the demands of his covenant. And so if you're somebody who's like, yes, I know that I am not necessarily walking the path that God has set up for me, even in the little things in life, um, it can be because we don't want to know what God, or we don't even want to follow God's path because we think it's going to be harder. It's not going to be what we want. It's going to take us someplace that doesn't sound fulfilling to us. But it is so important to remember that all of the ways of the Lord are loving and faithful, and he guides us to what is right. So sometimes it really does take letting go of our flesh and letting go of our human desires and just saying, okay, I'm surrendering these. It's not that easy, but it is a practice and saying, okay, God, like I'm letting go of what I want. I'm making room for you to do in me what you want. And again, I know how hard that can be because there's some things we want so, so bad that we think that if we let God have control, he might not give it to us. 
But what we have to remember is that God gives abundant life. Jesus is abundant life, not just in heaven, but on earth too. Following him will lead to abundant life. That doesn't mean everything will be great. We know that suffering is included, but we also know that even in suffering, we can have abundant life with him. And verse 14 in this chapter says something that I find very interesting. It says, The Lord confides in those who fear him. He makes his covenant known to them. When I read that, I don't know why it like moved me so much to think about the Lord confiding in his children. Like, isn't that what we all want? Don't we all talk about like wanting to hear from God and wanting him to just reveal himself to us in new ways and show us and guide us and all those things? This is saying that God does, in fact, confide in believers. He will make his covenant known to us. He will make his plans known to us. And so as I try to pull this all together, what I got is that those who follow his ways are directed by him. And he shares insight with those who are connected to him. What this means is that when we have a relationship with God, when we follow his ways, when we are walking with Jesus and trying to be like Jesus, he makes himself known to us. And so if you are not feeling the hunger for God, if you're not feeling eagerness to know him more, think about this. He wants you to run to him because he wants to give you the most fulfilling, abundant life you could have. Life with him is better, hands down, than life without him. And if you are listening to this in real time, even during this quarantine, life can still be full and it can still be meaningful and there can still be purpose in this, but we need to follow his ways. And so I want to encourage you, like I am me, I am actually going to try to memorize some of these verses and pray them because that's the beautiful thing about the Psalms. You can take anything in it and you can use it to pray for yourself too. So for me, I'm like, I love the idea of saying, God, show me your ways, teach me your path. Guide me in your truths and teach me. You are my God, my Savior, and my hope is in you all day. Even if it's just you reminding, and when, you, when things feel hard throughout the day, say, God, show me your ways, teach me your path, and guide me in your truth. That's beautiful. And again, this can go in every aspect of your life, in your marriage, in your parenting, at your job, um, in your emotions yourself, in your thoughts, in serving others, in ministry, in literally anything. God wants to show us his way. And he wants to guide us in his truth. And I know I might sound cheesy when I say this, but it is actually really exciting to think about what God can do with our life. And he can do so, so much more than what we can do with our life. So no matter how stuck you feel right now, no matter how maybe just blah you feel about life, put your hope in the fact that we have a God who can make things out of nothing. He could change your life so radically in the snap of a finger that we, we just, we can't even prepare for it. And that's why life with him is so much better is that he is so powerful and he's so loving. And we get to, we get to experience that for ourselves when we, when we follow his ways. And so I'm going to be praying for all of us, anyone who needs this, that this week in particular, you are going to ask God to show you his ways. And that just this new deep revelation will happen in your heart where you're going to start seeing the world differently. You're going to start seeing people differently in your life. You're going to start seeing yourself differently. Because when we follow him, when the closer and closer we get to God, the more we seek him, it is impossible for our hearts not to change. And so I'm going to leave you with that. I'll be back again soon with more. I hope you guys all have a wonderful day and thank you for listening.